we'd like to send out cards to those in our community just to let people know, like, hey, we're here for you and we're thinking about you. And that small gesture could mean a world of difference to people. And I think that makes a big difference in many people's lives by just reaching out to someone and be like, hey, how you doing? How are things going? Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. So Tammy and I, like we've connected, we've connected through social media. We have a lot of similar views and um, Tammy's been super supportive. I enjoyed our our conversations, but I think it's fair to say I don't know Tammy that well. And um, like we we haven't really like hung out or had, we haven't had lunch or hung out together. I don't know if I'm going to explain that very well, but Tammy was talking about making this um, cabbage rolls. And I was like, Oh, we haven't had cabbage rolls this year. And she's like, okay, I'll make you some. And I was like, well, and you know, it's always difficult when it's always difficult when someone's going to offer you something or someone invites you over and you're like, well, but I don't eat. Like there's a few things that we don't eat. Like we don't eat pork. We don't really eat red meat. You know, people say things, (laughs) people say things often that they don't really mean. And I don't mean that because I don't know Tammy well enough to know if she's like, obviously not a person that says things and doesn't do things but <laughs> at any rate she what i'm getting at is she brought us this huge dish of cabbage rolls i know what i was saying is that they usually put like bacon in cabbage rolls or, or ground beef and we don't eat either so of course when we go to family or friends not, mostly friends they're like we don't know what to cook you or you're not gonna eat what we have like we usually eat like we, we always eat something so at any rate she brought us this big dish of cabbage rolls. Tammy, I have to get you your, your glass um, casserole dish back. Anyway, she, she showed up at the house and was this huge dish of cabbage rolls. And Dorothy and I <laughs> fell in love. But she never made the ones without meat before. And they were amazing. So um, at any rate, thank you so much, Tammy. But you know, it's those little gestures of kindness that make such a big difference in our world. And I feel like now more than ever, we need that. Like we need that kindness, and we need that. And it was just spontaneous. Like it wasn't. Ex- I didn't expect her to bring any cabbage rolls over. To be honest with you, and um, and I wasn't like like. Of course, I was like, oh, that'd be nice. But I never was like expecting it. Or, or if it didn't show up, I wouldn't have been like, oh, she said she was going to bring me cabbage rolls. I was just like, oh, that's a really nice gesture. Um, thanks for the offer. At any rate, I feel like that, like those small gestures make this world a better place. And I feel like we need that more than ever. We need these small things that make a world of difference in our, in our world. Like, gosh, there's so many things going on. People are struggling. 
more than ever. And of course, most of us heard what we heard recently. And, and there's like families and kids, like there's so much struggle right now. And I feel like if we were to go out of our way just to do something small, and I'm not even, I'm not saying like the, like making someone a big dish of food and that like you have to pay for the food and then you, it's your time. So it's not always like those small gestures isn't that small. It takes a lot of time and effort to do something like that. But if it's as simple as a, as a phone call or as a thank you or as a handwritten note, my, my gosh, we got all these cards for Christmas and it's kind of, it's kind of a joke because we started our Christmas cards out early. And like, I think we've done a good job the last couple of years of getting stuff done early or, or in advance. And we, I put this string up from the ceiling. It was almost from the ceiling and we, we strung it down to the ground. And when we first started getting these Christmas cards, we, I, we, we put them up on clothespins and it's kind of like artistic a little bit. I think it looks really nice, very Christmassy. And we had like two or three cards out there in the beginning of December, I think. <laughs> so we were kind of joking, like we're not getting any cards or no one's going to give us any cards this year. But um, at any rate, we started to fill up this string of cards or the, yeah, the string of cards. We were filling that up and it got so full. We had to put another string of cards. And so we started another string. We started putting all these cards up there and then we ran out of two strings, like from the roof and we have a vaulted ceilings from the roof all the way to the floor with all these cards on either side. And then we ran out of another, like we ran out of the two strings. <laughs> and I guess what I'm saying is, is that it was so nice. Like, and for us, like for us it take, like we know how much time and effort it takes for a simple card. I know it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean so much to a lot of people, but like our Christmas cards, we design, we design them <laughs> and then we, um, we, then you have to order them and of course you pay for them and then you stuff them in envelopes and then you seal them and then you put a stamp on them. Of course you have to pay for the stamps and then we have to print out <coughs> return addresses and then you stick it on. Right. Like, and that, I'm not saying that's it's worth every step is well worth it for us to show the people in our lives how much we appreciate them. And I just, I, I guess what I'm getting at is that we understand because we and we did over 200 cards. I think we did 250 cards this year, which is a lot for us. And the, like that time and effort, regardless of if we're paying an employee to do that or if we're doing that ourselves, it takes a lot of time and effort. So, and we understand that. So, for someone to think of us and to give us a Christmas card, it really meant a lot. And it, it's just a small thing that you could we could get a little card. And of course, if you're on, if someone's giving out cards, they usually give out a lot of cards, I'm guessing. And, um, it just mean, meant a lot to us is get, I guess is what I'm trying to get at is that if someone thought of us during the holidays, if they, whether it's a handwritten card or it's a printed card, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, they thought of us, they put in the time and effort to give us the cards. And, and Dorothy and I started looking forward to these cards. So the first first week of Christmas, we didn't get any cards. We're like, oh, no one's giving us cards this year. And then the second week of Christmas, we got a few, few more cards. 
And then right up the week before Christmas, we get a ton of these cards coming in and the mailbox. So we would go check the mailbox frequently. We're like, I wonder who's giving us a card or whose who's card we're getting this today or, or this week or whatever. So we would go and we would tear open the cards. It was almost like Christmas every day. So um, it was just really nice. It was a really nice gesture. And um, it meant a lot to us. And so thank you guys that, that sent us cards. But that's what I'm getting at is that it can be very, very simple. It could be a simple card that says happy birthday. Or, or we like to send out cards to those in our community or those that we're connected with if they have a loss of a family member or a birthday or a, like a sympathy card, whatever it is, just to let people know like, hey, we're here for you and we're thinking about you. And that small gesture could mean a world to difference a world of difference to people and i think that makes makes a big difference in many people's lives by just reaching out to someone be like hey how you doing or how are things going i remember we went to this we were doing these um we used to do these in-person events and we, we love absolutely love them as a great way to connect with our community see people in person talking to someone is much different than writing to someone or sending a message or even sending sending a card if you get to ch a chance to see someone i really think that's how we built our business is for people to see us in person these lives really help obviously but if you could see someone in person you can look them in the eyes you could shake their hand or give them a hug like that means so much more than than even a phone call for example and a phone call is better than an email so of course it goes down the line but I remember this one lady, she was newer and I knew who she was. Like we know everyone on our social media. We know people that like our posts, that share our posts. We're very connected. And, um, I just, I don't want to say her name because, um, let's call her Sarah. <laughs> let's call her Sarah. So I just said, hi, I said, hi, Sarah. Thank you for everyone's kind of sitting down and getting ready for the event. And I said, Hi, Sarah. Thanks for joining us. And we haven't hadn't really talked before, but I knew who she was in the community. And she was just like shocked, like blown away. She's like, oh, my gosh, you know my name. <laughs> and I was like, of course, I know your name. We know everybody's name, like everyone that orders from us, everyone that makes rude comments. <laughs> we, <laughs> we know all of them. Like we're not in a place or a position where, where we have someone like we have a we have a couple workers, a couple part-time workers, and we have a that help with shipping, and then we have a, a Nick that does our online stuff. But we're connected to everyone. We know everything that goes on. We're not in the position where we're able to step out and be like, "Here, handle our business right now." So, of course, we know people's names and their faces, and and we like to when pe people order dog treats, so we go look on their page and like, "Oh, this is the type of dog they have." So we're very connected with our audience. So, but I guess what I'm getting at is just knowing someone's name or you see someone in the grocery store and you say, Hey, what did I say, Sarah? Hey, Sarah, how are you doing? Like that makes so much, so much of a difference in people's lives. And I feel like we we're losing that. Like that is continually being lost with, with like mass coverings and like, like social distancing. I'm, don't worry. I'm not going to get into politics, but like we're losing that close connection when you, when we, when you, people walk to the other side of the street, you know, like I, that started happening when I was in LA, when the, all this craziness started happening and people would walk to the other side of the street. Same thing. We got in these small towns now and people seem to be a bit more friendly, more people know you, but they're like walking to the other side of the street. Now we're like avoiding you in the grocery store. And you're like, like we're going in the wrong way, the wrong direction. It's, it's not that 
connections that we need as human beings. And like we've gone through that, like that isolation and how difficult it is and how challenging people deal with, you know, emotionally our mental health. So making those small gestures, I guess, with the cards and the, in the, in the baking and whatever it is, like Greta, we, we gave Greta, came back and picked up an order and she brought us some, like a little Christmas card and some granola bars. Like that means, that means the world to us. It really does just for people to think like to step outside their comfort zone, maybe, or offer a little extra gift. Like, and I feel like a, a lot of people would appreciate that if we, more of us were to go out of our way to make that happen. You know, what we really like about our community in in Redondo Beach in Los Angeles is a lot of people think it's like New York or like too busy. They think about like traffic and smog, but and it's called South Bay and it's really like a, a small community. So you go around and I literally, literally know the homeless people. Like we bring them stuff like whenever, just randomly, we bring them stuff. We know who the homeless people are around the community. When we go to farmer's markets, we know people at the farmer's markets like, Hey, how you been? Or like, haven't seen you for a few months. Like, did you just get back? Like, and we go when we're right, there's a strand we often talk about and it's a bike path. And you, you see people all the time that, you know, like running, biking, like, Hey, how you doing? How are things going? You still they like you're, you're just passing, you know, but, <laughs> but you're still like, Hey, so, um, it's, it's that community aspect that it's like a small town. And I feel like if you're in a big city, I, I didn't get that feeling in New York. Um, we usually <laughs> during regular times, we go to New York once a year, but never got that feeling in New York. But, uh, in Los Angeles, it was, it was quite a bit different, but in the, in these small towns in these small communities, it's, it's very similar. You, you know, people it's, I suppose it's similar to what I was talking about with the beach cities communities. That's what they call them. The beach cities in South Bay. And there's, there's three of them that match up, but in the big cities, I don't feel like you get that same connection in most cases. And uh, I grew up in Calgary, obviously a, a bigger city than a small town. And, um, I, I feel like having that community, those, those community and smaller connections, really makes a big difference in, in life in general, but don't get me wrong. There's also challenging things about small towns and their little clicks and the gossip. That's really difficult for me to deal with still because I, I don't, I don't participate in those types of things, but <clears throat> um, I lost what I was going to say, but, but, but I mean, there's, I think there's many more benefits as well to being a smaller town. Um, good morning, Sue, Susan Patton jumped in here. I know we got a couple of Sue's in here. Vanda, good morning, Vanda. Vanda jumped in here. And <laughs> Nikki says, are you Santa? You know my name. Do you know when I've been back? Yes, I do, Nikki. I absolutely know everything that you're doing. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like you get so connected to people. So like we see, uh, every time I see a purple vehicle, I think of Nikki. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Like what there's, once you're connected to, to people in your community and those people that, that you're in and around, I feel like a lot of times there was something that there's something else that was just reminding me of someone else. It was a something foodish, but we get really connected with the people in our lives and then you're, you're constantly reminded of them. And, and fortunately, like we're, we're surrounded by very supportive people. So it's, you know, 9.9 .9 times out of 10, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> I think we all know what it's like to be reminded of someone that's not so 
um, supportive. But then those people got to be removed from your life. That's all there is to it. Someone just commented, and I thought I blocked them before. Like someone just commented, the, and I haven't blocked someone for for at least a few weeks, but they commented on one of my one of my posts, and they're always negative, all like con always condescending, always negative, and I blocked them before. I don't know how they got back. <laughs> But anyways, I just blocked them. Like, <laughs> and I didn't think like there's no thought process behind it. I was like, oh, it's you again, blocked. <laughs> and I know that sounds like it sounds like cold or like I don't know mean, but <clears throat> you can, we can't have those people in our lives. We talk about that with customers. Like our customers are important to us. We taught we we I just told you how connected we are to our customers. Like we know you're. Like we know if you have dogs, for example, your kids, like, oh, it's so-and-so's. Dorothy and I talk, like, did you know it's so-and-so's kid's birthday? Like, oh, my gosh, they're growing up so fast, right? <laughs> those, those are just little things that we, we talk about. But those are our customers and our friends and the people in our lives. And if you allow negative people to continue to bombard your life, like I said, if, if it's customers, like, we, one of the best advice I've ever gotten was fire your customers. That caused you the most stress. Because here's the thing is, I feel like it's all like it's all flowing natural energy. If you have someone that's incredibly negative that comes into your life, they block that flow. It's just it's not nice. It's not enjoyable. And I don't even I don't know if it's enjoyable to them. I don't know how it works with those type of people that that are incredibly negative and like just come into your life to complain or cause issues. I don't know honestly. And it's always like I'm like, what are they? I always try to like figure out what they're doing. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm a, like i'm a thinker like, i'm like I'm, not, I'm trying to figure i'm like oh, like are they trying to be annoying like are they always miserable do they not like us or do they don't like our products but then why are they buying them it's like this whole mind thing that i can't wrap my head around and i'm but i'm just like if those people like you know those people that come into your life and they only Mess, they only message you when they have a complaint could be a family member or when they have an issue like it's some like some of these people never like oh thank you so much for your support thank you so much for bringing great products otherwise we have to use the dollar store ones <laughs> right. so but those people you, you have to yeah, those people that aren't supportive those people that you have to create separation but here's the thing is that i feel we're like we're so like we want that connection. We want those friendships. We want people in our lives. That's why that show, you know, that show friends, like what went crazy. I don't know when, when that was in the nineties, mid nineties. I didn't watch it till it was off air and I, and Dorothy and I actually love it, but um, that's, that's the connections. We want friends and we want laughs and we want that, that, that um, compatibility. Is that the word? But the problem is, is that we want that so much. We'll take anyone like we'll take, oh, we'll take, we'll take the negative. We'll take the angry. We'll take the condescending. And then, but th those type of people fill your life up. Like those are the people that we need to push aside because you want the positive people in your life. You want to bring more positive people in your life. And I feel like, like we're stuffed with negativity. There's no room for positivity. So but if you create that space between yourself and negativity, whether that's a customer, a client, a coworker, a family member, whoever it is, you create that space. And it doesn't have to be like, for me, it's a little bit easier because I don't want 
any of those people in my life at all. <laughs> so I'm like, Bleh. I can get rid of them a bit easier because I've been doing it for years. But if you could, so instead of thinking about, oh, I can't cut out that family member, I can't cut out that friend they've been with me, like I've known them for 20 years, just create a little bit of space. Maybe you, you know, maybe you, they're not the first person you call to go out or to, they're not the first person you call to hang out. Uh, whatever it is that you're doing, you create just a little bit of space and then you create a little bit more space and you allow some some room for positivity to come in your life. And then one positive person comes in your life and like you're like, oh my gosh, this is so nice to have the support. You know what? This is a quote I saw. Be careful who you share good news with. I really like that quote. Because if, and then the, there's another quote that says, if you t if your friend isn't happy with your good news, are they really a friend? Like those aren't the exact verbatim, <laughs> but very, very similar to those words of like, you have to be careful who you share good news with, because if you're sharing good news with people and they're not happy for you or they're angry or they're jealous <laughs> or if they're envious, then are they really a friend? Like, cause you, you have to think about the things like when you have exciting things, and I have to do this myself because we have a lot of new and exciting things coming out. Like we have new products and we have whatever. We have this and that coming up. And you have to be careful who you share that news with because people will put you down in an instant. So you're excited and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a good friend of mine. I want to tell him this good news. And then they say something like, oh, and, and, and they try to put you down in some way. And you're like, you're hurt and you're shocked. And then you're like, well, who am I going to tell my good my good good news to now? So it's very important to to understand like who you surround yourself with is important, who you're able to share your news with. And um, that makes such a big difference. If you have more positive people in your life, you can share that news with. My gosh, sometimes I get like random messages from people that are supportive, which is amazing. Or like, oh my gosh, you reached your goal. Or I've had people like when I, we reached show show number five, 10 years on air, show number 500. I've had like strangers or people I don't really know write in. Congratulations, amazing. And then I've had friends or family for like my whole life or 20, 20 years. They won't say anything, like no congratulations. Or they say something like, say something like condescending or something negative. And I'm, you're like sitting there like... <laughs> You know, like, why are those people in our lives if they're not going to support you, especially during the best times? Your friends should be there. Like those people in your life should be there for the best times of your life and for the worst times of your life. And then you know that they'll always be there. The rest is just noise. The, the rest is just not the noise of like social media noise. <laughs> the rest is the rest is 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 uh, um, how do you say icing on the cake? <laughs> the more I learn, the more I realize how little I know. And you know, it's funny is that I go through these learning stages. Like I'll go through stages where I'm, where I just need to learn everything. And that's where I'm in a stage right now. I've got like three audio books. I've got two handbooks, like handbooks, like physical books. And then I'm, um, when I'm looking for something on social media, I'm uh, like trying to learn right now. So I, I go through this like mass learning stage where I just take in as much information as I possibly can. And then I go through phases where I'm like, no, I can't. One more thing can't fit in my brain. Like I don't want to learn anything. I want, don't want to know anything. I just want to get through my day. <laughs> but right now I'm like, probably because business is a little bit slower. Like we don't have, uh, 
we don't like we're usually launching products and we have a we have something going on whatever it is and uh, we don't have anything going on right now so my mind isn't on creation and it's not on we don't have tons of orders going out which is okay like it's always up and down with us can never tell if it's going to be a busy time or a, a slower time but christmas just went went crazy for us we sold a ton of those massage guns and a bunch of our other products which we're super grateful for so a week downtime I'm, I'm more than happy with so now i'm like but i gotta do something otherwise what would i do all day so i'm like i'm learning 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 i gotta find everything i can because my learning stage is only limited it's like the morning time right like in the morning time or it's not just the morning time like for me I'm, I'm the most productive in the morning so i know i have this amount of time from whatever whatever time it is i have a very extensive morning routine that i've extended for some healing you know like personally but if it's from five in the morning till 11 that's my most productive time and after that my production slows down a bit especially in the early afternoon and then it picks up again later into the evening but i know i have a limited amount of time that's that's all there is to it. like we have a limited amount of time for anything for motivation for for learning for getting things done like and then that time fills up and then you're tired you're exhausted so um oh so what i forgot what i was saying so i have a limited amount of time to get learn as much as i can right now while i feel like i want to learn i'm motivated i'm encouraged to to learn all these things and I want to get in as much as I can because I know what time is going to come where I'm going to be like, we got to work on a new project or I got it. We got a new product coming out. How are we going to launch? How are we going to price? Like all that stuff has to be put together. And I, you only have so much brain power. You have almost only so much energy and time for each thing. So I feel like you got to go full tilt, whatever it is. <laughs> if you're working, you got to be full tilt working. If you're playing or doing something not, associated with work then you got to play hard because there's only so much time that you're going to be able to play for before you got to go back to work <laughs> so anyways i was talking about vanda and so vanda said I, I wrote a post and i said throw your throw your candy away or your candy and your treats and sweets and then people get they don't like to hear that they don't want to hear your wasting or i know people put time and effort to create that stuff but if it's not very healthy i mean so i said throw it away best thing you could do is throw it away you could give it away but then you probably give it away to someone you don't like very much because it's detrimental to their health because <laughs> i'm not talking about the the, the treats that you, you can make treats with clean ingredients we do it all the time we do it every we're on a break right now for the holidays but every tuesday night we go live cooking with dorothy she shows her fit fam how to make healthy treats healthy meals healthy food so if it's healthy that's one thing but if you're going to throw I mean, if you're if it's not healthy and it's not clean, you want to give that to someone? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> My mom says feed the chickens. We that we yeah we compost it or we give it to. We don't we don't compost it. I should say, we call it compost, but it's also chicken food. So we have two people we give our our chicken food to, and we and I can see we have three neighbors that have chickens. Uh, see, that's the thing is like I don't understand. There's so much waste. Like, oh, that's a tough one for me. I don't want to start ranting about waste, but there's so much waste. Like the like the food could be used as a purpose. Like that food that you're throwing away could be purposeful. Like it could go to compost. If you put in compost, that, I don't know the chemical reaction, that compost, right? And that is adds 
offers nutrients. You put that into a garden or you put that in the soil and it grows food. Like it's not a crazy, it's not a crazy um, thing that happens or it's not super complex. So if you were to take that food and you were to compost it, it would be useful. The, most most people just throw in their trash can and then it goes into the landfill. And I think that, I don't know for sure, I should probably do some more research, but I think that causes types of gases. Like it's not just, it's not just the trash. It's not just toxic waste, like the chemicals we use to clean our house. It's the, also the food, if it's not composted properly, it causes gases that are detrimental to our environment. So instead of just throwing it out, you could use it to feed chickens. Like, like I said, I know three people that come and pick up are more than happy to take scraps. But I'd love to go to restaurants and be like, hey, we'll take your waste and we'll feed it to chickens. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.